Hello, beautiful people of God. How are you doing? Uh, my name is Deborah, and you're listening to Diary of a Christian Woman's podcast. I want to say a warm welcome to everyone listening to me right now and i want to say a very big thank you to everyone that has listened to my podcast i want to say that god bless you i pray that god will continually meet you at the point of your needs i pray that you will always find answer to the question that you seek you will always find answers to the questions that you seek in the mighty name of jesus Thank you so much. So um, today we'll be talking about our privileges in Christ. Our privileges in Christ. Before we proceed, I'd like us to pray in the Holy Ghost for a few seconds. Wherever you are, just love upon the Father. Just speak in the language of the Spirit. Father, we love you. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Thank you, sweet Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, we have prayed. Amen. So, um... Like I said, we'll be talking about our privileges in Christ Jesus. We'll be looking at our privileges in Christ. What are the privileges we have being children of God? So um, as children of God, we must understand that we have certain privileges in Christ Jesus. The Bible said we are joined heads with the Father and we have been called into sonship. You know, and the Bible also said that as many as received him to them, he gave power to become sons of God. When you give your life to Christ, you become a citizen of the kingdom of God. You come into partnership with the father. You automatically begin to enjoy your privileges as a son. The minute you give your life to Christ, the minute you say, oh, father, I am yours. You are my father you automatically begin to enjoy your privileges. You are now a son. You are now called into sonship with the father. Just like um, we're born into our earthly homes, we immediately adopt the name of our earthly father without even asking questions. When your father gave birth to you, you automatically started answering his name. It It is not something that is negotiable. When you were given birth to... You adopted that name. It became you now became a part of the inheritance. That is how it is in the kingdom of God. But it is really sad that a lot of us don't know our privileges as children of God. It is really sad. The psalmist said, Ye are God's little children, but you die like the princes of the earth. Why? Because you do not know that you are a God. You are a God. The Bible says, Ye are God's little children. Ye are the sons of the Most High. And the psalmist now said, Ye are God's little children, but you die like the princes of the earth because you do not know your identity in Christ Jesus. You go through certain things you're going through now because you don't know your identity, you don't know your privileges. You're sick, you're bedridden because you don't know your privileges in Christ Jesus. Jesus died for us. So we are to enjoy those privileges. 
It is really sad that a lot of believers don't know their privileges in Christ Jesus. The Bible said you the Bible said you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. What is the truth? The reality of who God is, the reality of God. So it is high time that you know the truth and you begin to enjoy your privileges as a child of God. The difference between God and your earthly parents is that God chose us, but our earthly parents did not. Uh, in Jeremiah, in Jeremiah one, the Bible said that before you were born, I knew you and I ordained you a prophet before you were born. God has already known. He knows our sex. He knows how we'll turn out. He knows the number of hair on our head. Even if you comb your hair, you comb your hair now and, and, and some strands fall, uh, falls off, God still knows the remaining ones on our head. That's how much God knows us. God does See, our parent does not know us as much as God knows us. So he knows you. Before you were born, he knows everything about you. So he expects you to know him as a father too. He expects you to to use your, your, your sonship privileges. God has so much blessed us with spiritual blessing. God has so much blessed us with spiritual blessing. God expects us to see we have... Um, we have, it is like a bank. It is like, we have a bank. We have a spiritual bank that has everything that we need, that stores up everything that we need. All we need to do is to have access to that spiritual bank and then go there, take whatever we need. But the problem now is some of us don't even know that we have such a bank. Some of us don't even know that we have spiritual blessings stored up somewhere that we can access anytime we want. Ephesians 1.3 says, Blessed is the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. So it is high time that as a believer, you begin to explore your privileges. You begin to explore. See, they are there waiting for you. They are there waiting for you. It is like a, a, a son that does not, that does not, um, okay, your father left an inheritance for you. And you, you did not know that your father left an inheritance for you. And you're still about, you, you just, you still go about begging for arms. You still go about asking people to help you when your father left an inheritance for you. He left a huge sum of money for you. All you need to do is to, is to find access to it. And then, and then you begin to live in wealth. That is how it is with a lot of a lot of Christians. We don't even know that God has that God has has so much things in store for us. We don't even know our inheritance in Christ Jesus. One of the privileges that we have in Christ Jesus is fatherhood. Fatherhood. When we give our lives to Christ, we now have a father. The moment you say, "Oh, Father, I am yours." You are mine. I give my life to you. I repent of, of, of all my sins. You now have a father. It is not like our earthly father. This one is a father that takes care of even your earthly father. 
We now have his DNA. He is now our father. We no longer have fear of the unknown because we have a father that oversees all our affairs. We have a father that, you know, when, when you go to bed at night, as children, we go to bed at night and we go to bed with this consciousness that, oh, our father is in the house. Oh, okay, we are safe. That is how it is. But this one now is, even when your father is asleep, because when you are asleep, your father is asleep, who would now look after who? Who would now guide who? But when you are asleep, your own father is asleep. He is the one that now watches over all of us. Romans 8 verse 5 says, it says, The spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. And by him, we cry, Abba, Father. By the spirit that we have received, we cry, Abba, Father. We no longer fear. We no longer have fear of the unknown. We no longer have fear for anything. Why? Because we have been adopted. Why? Because we now have a father. Why? Because we are, we, we, we are now caught into sonship. Why? Because we now have the spirit. And by that spirit, we cry, Abba, Father. I love what the book of 2 Corinthians 6 verse 8 says. It says, I will be a father to you and you shall be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. Wow. I will be a father to you. This one, we, 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 we are not asking. No, we did not ask. We did not ask. He is the one telling us that I will be a father to you. And you will be sons and daughters to me. I will be a father to you and you will be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. What a wonderful father. What It is high time that we begin to explore our privileges in Christ. It is high, it is high time. It is high time. Another, thing, another privilege that we have is protection. Protection. See, now that you have a father, what does a father do? A father protects. It is now his duty to protect you. You don't have to go to sleep worrying because he's protecting you. He's looking over you. God has you on his surveillance camera 247. I mean, you know, you know those surveillance camera that they usually have in shopping malls, in um in companies and all of that. You know, there are times that some criminal acts will be going on and the person surveilling the camera will not even know. That's because he probably dozed off or he blinked or I don't know. But God does not blink an eye when he's watching over you. God does not blink an eye when he's watching over you. The Bible said he that watches over Israel does not sleep nor slumber. He does not sleep nor slumber. This is a God that he said, he said, I will give um, uh, in, um, in Psalm 91 verse 11, he said, I will give my angels charge consigning you. I will give my angels charge to guard you in all your ways. God is the one that gives his angels charge over you. And he still watches you. He still watches you. He says, okay, my angels being in charge of this person, but he doesn't just leave you to the angel. 
He still looks after you. He's, that's, how, that's how God is. And we must understand that as believers. We must understand that. So when you understand your privileges in Christ, you won't have to worry about your safety. You won't have to worry about your safety. Because the Bible says, He that keepeth Israel does not sleep, neither slumber. All you need to do when you feel unsafe is to remind him of your privileges as a son. Remind him of your privileges as a child. Oh, Father, you said he that keepeth Israel does not sleep nor slumber. When you're going out, you commit your day. You commit your going out and you're coming in into his hands. That's all you have to do. That's all you have to do. It is not a difficult task. Just understand that since I have been called into sonship with God, since, I, since he is my father, oh, let me enjoy the benefit of having a father. Let me enjoy the benefit of having a father. And another, another benefit or privilege in Christ is provision. 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 You know, he, he protects us. He, he provides for us. He's our father who protects us, who now provides for us. What does a father do? He provides for his children, even without them asking. A father provides for the children without, with, you know, when we're given birth to, um, as children growing up with their parent, you know, you do, you, you did not have to go to your father to tell him, father, we need to eat food in this house today. Daddy, we need to eat this in this house today. No, he understands that he needs to provide as a father. He knows that he needs to give your mother money to prepare food for the house. So God knows what you need. He knows. And he is always there to provide. You know, sometimes God is just looking at us. Not that he does not know that we need something. No. He's just waiting. I don't understand this girl. I don't understand this boy. I don't understand this man. I don't understand this woman. As in, doesn't he or she know that they are supposed to come and ask me? I have everything that they need. He's just looking at us. Why can't this person ask? As in, ask. Just ask. You are my child. Ask. You know, sometimes, you know, we play the game of assumption with God now that, oh, God knows what I need. God knows what I want. God knows. Of course, he knows all, but he wants you to ask. If he's your father, you should go to him with every request. That is what is expected of every believer. Go to him. Ask him. You're not bugging him too much. Ask him. If you asked him yesterday, ask him again today. It is because you don't know your, all your privileges in Christ. That's why you, 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 you're crying, I am broke, I am broke, I am broke. No, you cannot be broke. When Philippians 4.1, I said, I will supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. I will supply all your needs. We know how rich God is in glory. We know how plenteous he is in glory. So if he promises to supply your needs according to his riches in glory, why then are you broke? You see that you, you still don't know your privileges. You don't know your privileges in Christ. The Bible said he became poor that through his poverty we might become rich. So when next you are broke, when next you don't have money, I don't like to, I don't like to say broke. I don't like to use the word broke because sincerely, I cannot be broke. 
I can never be broke. Not when I have Jesus. Not when I have Christ. Not when he says, I will supply all your needs. He did not say, I will supply some needs. He said, all. All. So in other words, it covers finance. It covers marriage. It covers every aspect. All. So I can never be broke. So when, when next you don't have money, when next you don't have money, when next you don't, I, I, I don't want to say broke, when next you don't have money, just say, oh God, Father, you said you will supply all my needs. Oh, I'm your child. I need money. It is that simple. It is that simple. Matthew 7, 9 says, which of you, which of you, if your son asks you for bread, will give him a stone? <laughs> it is not possible. You cannot ask God for bread and he will give you a stone. Mm-mm. That's not, that's, not, that's not how he does his things. That's not how God rolls. You get? <laughs> so, all you have to do is ask according to his will. Psalm 37 verse 4 says, Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you all that you need. All you need is just to ask according to his will. Matthew 7, 7 says, ask and it shall be given to you. Ask and it shall be given to you. The reason you have not received is because you have not exercised your rights by asking. You have a right to ask. He's the one that said we should ask. Ask. So when next you, you, you're lacking something, you don't have something, you don't have this, ask. Instead of complain, exercise your rights. Ask a privileged child of God. Exercise your right as a bona fide member of the body. Hallelujah. Another privilege that we have in Christ Jesus is that he prays for us. Hmm. He prays for us. He prays for us. Jesus loves us so much that all he does is praying for us. Someone that, that, that is seated at the right hand of the Father and all he does is praying, making intercession for us, making intercession for the believers. How wonderful. See, don't think that it is your prayer that is keeping you. Even though you are a prayer warrior, you pray 20 hours a day out of 24 hours or, you, or even though you pray 24 hours a day out of, uh, out of that 24 hours CM, if God is, if Jesus is still not praying for you, your prayer will not go anywhere. Your prayer will not go in, go anywhere. He is seated at the right hand of God, making intercession for us, making intercession for us. There are times that we we are tired, maybe we are overwhelmed, or there are times that you know, there are times that as believers it is normal. Maybe you don't have. Um, the urge to pray or maybe you're feeling weak or you're feeling tired don't 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 beat yourself over it jesus is praying for you the bible said we know what not to pray but the spirit maketh intercession for us the spirit maketh intercession for us so jesus is always praying for us Jesus is always praying for you. know, there are times that we want to pray, but we don't have the right words. We don't know the words to say. We don't know what to pray. Don't worry. Jesus is praying for you. He sees your heart. 
he knows, he understands. That's what a father does. That's what a father does. You know that time that we were little that would be sleeping and our parents would be praying over us. Oh, I cover you with the blood of Jesus. I cover you with the blood of Jesus. They'll be praying over us while we're fast asleep. That's what Jesus is doing. No matter how much you pray, can you pray when you're sleeping? You cannot pray when you're sleeping. So who prays for you when you're sleeping? Jesus. Who prays for you when you're not praying? Jesus. He's always, always praying for us. Our prayers can never be enough. Our prayers can never be enough if Jesus does not add his prayers to it. What a father we have. What a father. Romans 8.34 says, Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Jesus Christ is the one who died. More than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Daily, Jesus is interceding for us. Hebrews 7.25 says, Wherefore he is able to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him, seeing he ever lives to make intercession for them. Making intercession for us. Um... A Bible scholar once said something, um, um, Robert Murray. He said that if I could hear Christ praying for me in the next room, I would not fear a million enemies. Yes. That's why you have to see, you have to carry this consciousness that Jesus is praying for you. There is nothing to be afraid of. There is nothing to, nothing to be scared of. Jesus is always praying for you. You know that there are believers who pray and they are still scared. They pray and they are still afraid. When you have prayed and you are still afraid, understand that, oh, Jesus is making intercession for me. So why should I be, why should I be afraid? Don't be scared. He is praying for you. He is praying for me. This is what you should understand. Child of God, I want you to learn to work in your privileges. I want you from now henceforth to begin to, to, to exercise your right. From henceforth, begin to exercise your right. Begin to exercise your right. Stop acting like a tenant in your own father's house. Stop acting like someone that does not... See, it, it is an error. It is an error. It is an error. Begin to walk in your privileges. Start carrying yourself as one whose father owns the world. Come on. Come on. He is the creator. God created the heavens and the earth. He owns the universe. Why don't you start carrying yourself as one whose father owns the world? Do you know how people whose parents are rich behave? People who, who, who their father owns, owns chains of companies. You know how they carry themselves. They have this assurance, this consciousness that, oh, you know, I can never be poor. Oh, I am always safe. Oh, my father is the richest person. My father, you know, my father can do everything that I want. Carry this consciousness. The father that you have is the one that provides for these people. The father that you have is the one that oversees the affairs of the world. So shouldn't you be more proud than these people? 
to begin to work in your privileges. Start carrying yourself, you know, with some dignity, with some pride, you know. Start behaving, start, start acting like one that, that, that knows his rights. Your father is a lion. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. It is an error if you start behaving like a goat or a dog when your father is a lion. It is an error for you not to roar. You are a lion too. It is an error for you to bleat when your father is a lion. You should roar as a lion. Come on. Stand up. Get up. Begin to walk in your privileges. Begin to walk in your privileges. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Christ has called us. See, as many that received him to them, he gave power to become the sons of God. We are the sons of God. He has given us power as many that received him. As long as you have received him, as long as you are a child of God, he has given you the power to become his son. He has given you the authority. He has given you all that you need to become a son. So start working like a son. Start acting like a son. Hallelujah. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast. This is, um, I pray that it blesses you. I pray that as you listen to this podcast, you will begin to walk in your privileges in Christ Jesus. You will begin to walk as a child of God. You will begin to carry yourself as a son, as a daughter of the most high God. You will begin to understand that, yes, Jesus died for you. Jesus became poor that in his poverty, you will become rich. You know, Jesus went through all that he went through on earth so that we will not have to go through those things. I pray that you begin to understand. I pray that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened in the name of Jesus. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Um, God bless you. Share with somebody. Until next time, thank you. Bye-bye. God bless you.